You are listening to the award-winning The Young Jerks with Mike Crawford. Karen Reed is almost certainly guilty. You're just Ozone, basketball. Just read the document that the government filed. Just follow the evidence, brother. What else was found? Embedded in her tail light. Human hair. He's working with the defense. Human hair. Not dog hair, not turtle hair. Human hair. There's people that are willing to deceive you here. You want that channel? Good. You'll find it on Saturday night. You'll find it tomorrow night. That's the guy that doesn't isn't interested in the truth. Oh, uh, absolutely. I always bring receipts. That's one thing about me. Colin Elvin didn't commit murder. Guys, how does this lunatic get handled on serious panels? Seriously. All right. We're going to now assume that the police conspired, plucked hair out of the dead guy? Lucky's instinct would have been to give the investigator what he wanted. There you go. Went back to the scene and stuck it in the broken taillight? Use your friggin' head. You have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Don't make such fun of the criminal justice system. This is embarrassing. These people were not part of a conspiracy. Lucky has a history. Would have been nervous. It's not clear he would have known the difference between a private investigator and a cop. Really, dude? <laughs> we need truth, not nonsense. All the cases that we got, and especially recently, have involved Celebrite. And Stay tuned over the next week. I've got some big stuff coming. Riddles solved. You know, I've been trying to cut down on my sweets. Starting with John's inexplicable injuries. Oh, and there's a little matter of the FBI. Oh. I think I got that one bundled up for you, too. And it's going to be a wow. Wow. Then a cloud comes along and scoops his body down a bit, up onto the grass. But it's time to get to two of my favorite people in the world. Was never at Fairview Road on the day of the incident. This is from a cloud. They called it blunt force trauma. Oh, shit! Then I came to a better understanding, and I'd bet the farm this is how it happened. But think about the harm done to other people accused of being masterminds of an extremely unlikely cover. exact issue come up before we once the expert downloads it all anyone in my office can go through the data and see what time the text went what the content of the text was what websites they were on everything is on there but this is the most probable theory of how the accident happened these marks have nothing to do with a damn dog there is no conflict Proctor is not conflicted in this case. What is happening to these innocent people, these witnesses, is wrong and it needs to stop.
intro from Microdots tonight. That uh, YouTube channel, check it out. Great video. I thought it was a great intro for our show tonight because we're going to be confronting a lot of the crap that's been going on. The opposition, like the, the, he just showed kind of the professional, I'll put that in quotation, maybe semi-professional opposition to a lot of uh, what we've been covering, which is free Karen Reed. And we're raising money again tonight for Karen Reed. I'll put that up, make sure people know 50% of all donations tonight on the Cash App and Venmo out of the Karen Reed Defense Fund. I want to thank everyone who's been supporting. We already have uh, 2250 from the last shows that we haven't uh, added to the uh, next donation we're going to make. So I'm starting from there. 2250 is what we have right now. Hopefully it's a lot more by the end of the, end of the night. We got it on the uh, ticker, Mike Crawford, TYJ on Venmo or Mike Crawford one on the cash app. We got some great guests tonight. The reason I want to play that micro dots video is because I, I want those folks, Kevin from yellow cottage tail. He says this, uh, you know, he said a couple things. He said, he's interested in the truth. I want to know if he's interested in the truth that we're going to talk about tonight. If he's going to stand up for these Canton residents who questions and now they're being targeted targeted by people like crusty panties targeted by other folks who are anonymous with a leather letter campaign that we're going to probably talk about tonight and scaring some people like really scaring people a lot of people aren't going to be scared a lot of this opposition it just blows up in their face like micro dots can just show right there in a four minute video the ridiculousness of the best of that opposition but when you get down to the town level, what we're going to talk about, it's even worse. Threatening letters are going out. People we like, women who are citizens who are showing up. There's going to be another select board meeting tomorrow night. And there's been letters received. And there's been, uh, I don't know what you call them, online flyers posted about folks. Let's bring in the the, the big Let's bring in right from the beginning. I want to bring in, first of all, first time on the show. We got like seven of them in the green room. They're all waiting. I I want to bring them all up at once, but I think I'm going to bring them up one, one at a time just to get it going. Let's about bring up Angela. Canton Confidential. First time on the show. What's up, Angela? Oh, I think I have you muted. Are you muted? Let's unmute you. Yeah, I'm going to unmute you. There you are. Angela, can you hear us? She's still unmuted. One second here. Yeah, you're going to have to unmute. Let's, you know what we're going to do? Angela, you're going to have to unmute yourself, it looks like. Yep. Gonna add... Sorry, total boomer mistake. <laughs> you're not a boomer, though. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> How are you? Good. How you doing? Doing well. Doing well. Hi, Rita. Hey, Angela. <laughs> and you were named one of um, uh, Mo the Canton's most menacing. You were on a list. I know. It's not every day that you're on like a burn list for people who cover up a murder. So it's pretty <laughs> interesting. It's been fun. I mean, you, you, I, this is not something I, I'm expecting that you thought was going to happen to you. No, no, no. It's not very normal. 
not really. I mean, I'm not very menacing personally. I, I don't think I am, but apparently I'm scaring some people. So. And you got the background. I love the background. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Dan, my, my husband uh, made it. So yeah. In your honor. In my honor. Is exactly. that exactly. If John Como's on her too, because he came up with the idea, or was it George? It was John, wasn't it? I, I don't know. It's one of them. Yes, yeah, one of them. John or George. It was the. the it was jerkers. probably John, actually. John, I think it was John. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he can tell us what's going on because he he might be around later. Hopefully he'll call it. So you you're um <laughs> one of the admins on Kit and Confidential now, right? The moderator. To be clear, I'm a moderator. I do not deal with membership requests. I do not deal with anonymous posts. Um, so I'm just a moderator. Oh, and, and I can't talk, I can't invite people to the group either. Okay. So, yeah. And there the was this this list that uh, that we talked about the burn list that they came out. You were number one. Why do you think that they picked you as number one? Put you like as the number one most menacing in Kenton? Because there was a time in April that I thought things could be a little bit more normal. You know, I spoke in front of a select board meeting. And I didn't quite, this wasn't where I expected to be, you know, like what, six months later. So yeah, I mean, I, I spoke at a meeting and I guess somehow, oh, and then Aiden put me on his show, a little clip and um, here, here I am. I'm very menacing now. <laughs> and, and you're like, uh, we, we talked about this. You're not like right wing. You're, you're, you're pretty progressive, aren't you? I voted for Bernie. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I voted for Bernie. So how menacing can you be? Uh, but you're, oh, yeah, I love you're going with this. Canton's most menacing is, is your title on the uh, stream yard tonight. Love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm loving it. My husband's loving it. So <laughs> we got a bunch of women here who are, are most menacing. Let's bring up Rita. Rita's here too. She's returning to the show. You are also listed as a most menacing in Canton. What do you think about that? Oh, I think it's ridiculous. I call it the Brady Bunch list. I, you know, uh, I mean, this is the mentality of the people we're dealing with, which is pretty scary. Um, but, you know, you got the most menacing. They just write a bunch of junk. And we're all smiling in the pictures. I mean, of course, now I say that, you know, I'm sure they're all watching. They'll do something to our faces next time. <laughs> To make us look worse, you know, uh, Halloween is coming up, but, you know, it's ridiculous. I don't even pay attention to it. You know, I, I looked at it and I'm like, yeah, okay. You know, I, I mean, it's just, um, to me, it's, it's, it's kind of pathetic. I mean, it's, it's, it's pathetic. The things that we have seen, you know, um, it's kind of pathetic. There's, it's you know between the letter between the Brady Bunch thing, and between this new Canton group Canton Civil, um, which I just unjoined. I joined it for maybe forty eight hours, and there was nothing civil about it. Um, th these people don't want to deal with facts. They just want to name call and make up lies about people uh, to bully people. They're bullies, and yeah. everything they have done is bullying and. I think they've met their match because, you know, um, homie don't play those games. <laughs> we yeah. just don't, you know, it just, it doesn't bother me at all. 
I've seen a lot of campaigns, but I've never seen campaigns where I've seen a lot of nasty campaigns, but generally you don't see flyering against citizens, <laughs> number one. And then that's one level of campaigning. But the letters, the letters, the threatening letters, which are bullying, they're clearly bullying and probably cr criminal, in my opinion. I think you could actually the person who sent them, I would be worried. I, I think that you made a big mistake and I think that you may be in for a lot of uh, damages, probably criminal oh. and civil if, oh, yeah. if you're caught and there's a good chance you could get caught. Yep. Um, but let's bring up some other people. Cause you know, I know mostly it doesn't work, but for some people it may work. And, and I guess that's what they're looking for, but it's, it's horrible to do that to people. Um, let's bring up Trisha. I want to bring up Tr Trisha right now. Trisha, you're returning to the show. Hey, how uh, are you? Hi, Trish. Hi. Hey. <laughs> and you've been targeted too on this stuff, haven't you? Me? Yes. I'm just home with my kitty cats. <laughs> <laughs> but my dog's feelings are hurt because they felt left out. <laughs> yeah, they went after you for, for a, they called you a cat lady, right? Yeah, a crazy cat lady. Can you imagine? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> we have a bunch I of cats on our side. <laughs> I have three cats and two dogs. I had four cats, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm starting to turn into the crazy cat lady. <laughs> That's funny. But I'm just like, I don't know. I don't. It, I feel like I try not to say anything about someone online, but I do talk about cases, and I do get upset about what's going on with town in the town. And I will be like, if somebody like lied to me or something i felt like wronged by the board i might call that out but that's you know i guess i'm a target now did you like your picture because you know um, said the well i like that picture because it's from like two years ago and i've gained a little weight since then but it was right before my daughter's graduation so yeah um, I, I agree with rita i think they took like Really attractive well, pictures probably, of you guys, like John Coma looked like a stud. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. My mine was I was with my kids. That's my Facebook picture, and it was an incredible moment with my kids. You know, my daughter was. Um, you know, I, I don't want to share too much because I don't want to give these people information. But my daughter had a bunch of T-shirts, and I kept saying, "Get rid of these. Get rid of the clothes you don't need." And what she did was she took the T-shirts and made me a blanket when she was um, traveling. And going to be away for a while and so it was a great picture because both my kids we held up the blanket and it meant so much so they couldn't have picked a better picture i love that picture so i thank them for choosing that yeah seriously i'm gonna add kristen too kristen's here oh kristen <laughs> hi kristen how you doing kristen <laughs> dude you gotta go <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hello. You gotta go, dude. <laughs> what did you want to say about all the all the the venomous stuff that's been happening? The letters and it's ridiculous. They just—I feel like they just want to get a rise out of us. Um, and if they were truly innocent they would be begging to be heard 
in my opinion. And just because we have a voice and we have an opinion, we're being chastised for it. And it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it's, 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 it's really weird. It's like they're not even talking about any of the issues. It's just attacking people with the. Uh... Yep. And people want to know if we're going to read the letter tonight. Um, there was different letters that went out. Uh, what I want to read in a little bit is uh, what Catherine Howell, Howley wrote on Kent Confidential, because I think that's really kind of gets to the heart of this. Let's bring up Jennifer, too. Jennifer, how are you doing tonight? Good, Mike. Good to see you. So it's awesome that we have all Canton residents, all women here, and you're the ones who are getting all the pushback for what you're doing. And that's crazy. I can't believe this. What do you think, Jennifer? You're a returning guest. You were awesome on the last show. What do you think about what's going on? Well, I am honored to be in this company tonight. <laughs> These are women that I am proud to call my friends, um, all of whom I met because of all of what's happened here in Canton, um, my friendship with these women is the silver lining to all the junk that has happened. Hi, John. John. <laughs> um, it's, it's, so, you know, that, that part has been a gift to me. I, I'm appreciative of that. I'm thankful for the gift of all of these people. Um, but you know, now that I have them, we could do without a lot of the junk that's still happening. <laughs> yeah, I agree. This is the silver lining that we've made friendships. We've made groups, um, like literally and in person. So I, you know, I really like, I love like having met women that are like-minded that can go out and, you know, that's not afraid to step in front of a camera and speak out and just stand up for what we believe in through like evil means, like, you know, the ACLU letter, like how dare we, right? Um, yeah, so I think we're doing great things. Thank you, Jennifer and all, you know, all of you guys, so. It's an awesome There's book. more to come. <laughs> it, it really is. We're actually very friendly people. Like I was literally at a at a tea party the other day. I'm like in the in, in like someone's porch by their you know by their garden, which had a weed plant in it, but uh, <laughs> and a trampoline, and yeah, like literally, you know, people were serving tea. It, it was all like this is how menacing we are. So. <laughs> the, the, the most menacing list has the smiliest faces on it it's really kind of ridiculous wasn't that funny like that's hmm. just such bad like it's they put all that time and effort in to all the text and the accusations and then they have like really good pictures of you all and you just look like i look even john john looked good like guys are easy to make look bad like john looked good in that he looked like a stud right i mean <laughs> I don't know. It was just funny. John and the chicks. He what? He what? John and the Kent and chicks. Yeah. Yeah. It's just he always makes me laugh. Look at that. What he just wrote. He's so funny. I know. Yes. Whenever I'm feeling down, I just 
see something he writes, and I'm like, oh my god, he's so funny. What do you think? There's the hearing tomorrow. Um, select board is it going to allow public comment again? Nope. The ACLU told them, like, hey, you know, like they sent them a letter about this. They don't even have that on the agenda, the latest agenda. I don't even see. Are they they don't even like respond to the ACLU. They just ignore. I mean, is that how much of a joke this town select board is? Um, what is going to happen tomorrow night? Is are you all going to show up again? I want to, but I my I have a class with my dog. <laughs> that's, that's you know, dog and cat or something. You can't cancel but on her dog. Really, I really need to work on her. So <laughs> she's actually serious about the dog class, by the way. Yes, I am. I've been talking about it a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm all not as not as much as this stuff, but yeah, I worry about my dog. I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there as well. I wanted to bring a sign. I've been dealing with some health issues with my dad, so I haven't been able to craft my sign um, because we can't speak. So I, you know, but between now and tomorrow, if I'm able to do it, I will bring a sign so that I can voice my voice without voicing it. <laughs> if you know what I mean, you can try to silence me, but I'm going to find another way to talk. So, um, absolutely. You know, and I, I just have to, I've had some ideas, but I haven't had a chance to really focus on it. But I, I do plan on going. And my hope is that I go with a, a very um, productive sign to get the message across. Because we're not going to stop. Anyone else want to comment on tomorrow night? What you expect? I want to show up maybe after the class. I don't know. like there's If there's no comment. Or maybe before a protest, but it doesn't sound like anybody else's. So it's kind of hard when you do it by yourself. Can you guys hear me? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so anybody else want to comment tonight on, on uh, what, what you think about tomorrow night's going to happen? I heard a rumor that there might be a special guest. Another one? Ooh, another <laughs> one. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. Can I say that now? I think I know what you're talking no, about. No, no, I don't say anything. No, it's a secret. Okay, I think I know. It's not a chicken. It's not a chicken. It's not a chicken. What about a kitty cat? No, it's not a kitty cat. And it's it's not a turtle. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this is what happens when you try to silence Canton residents uh, that care for the well-being and the, you know, the health of the community. Um, this is what happens. I'm going to so, ride my high horse in there tomorrow. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> like if, if I can, I'm, I'm watching the comments scroll up and Billy Kay um yes you absolutely still can sign that petition um there is a petition going around um to uh that we have been gathering canton resident signatures on um calling for a special town meeting um at which we will hopefully have a town hall style discussion between 
the chief of police and the select board and any citizens who want to come and be able to ask questions and have an exchange of conversation. Um, after which, depending on what gets stated at it and if how comfortable people feel about what they've heard, uh, we can take a potentially take a vote of no confidence in the select board and in the police department. If people don't want to do that, that doesn't have to happen. Um, we can also vote to request a third party audit of the administrative office and the police department at the meeting. And by signing the petition, you're not endorsing any of that. You're not saying that you agree or disagree. You're just saying that you think that it's important to be able to have a conversation by signing the petition. Uh, so there's an email address, which of course I don't have right in front of me. Let's see. <laughs> wrong face, wrong discussion group. Does anybody know Canton the email special, address? Canton Special Town Meeting at gmail.com. Gmail Could be. <laughs> and I, I know, know that no one's the... correcting me right now. So I would go get it. Yeah, no, I'm looking. I'm just... <laughs> so we have to have 200 signatures, and where we have the 200, but we're gathering some extras. Um, because the uh, clerk, town clerk's office will go through them and make sure that everyone who signs it oh, is actually a registered voter within the town account. Excellent. So you're, you're, you have this number, but you just got to make sure you have enough validated. So yeah, you're pretty close. We, yeah. They suggested that we have like 50% or 20% extra. Exactly. Like another 50. Like if you do 200, usually it's 250 is you're safe. But like a lot of people like to get like to like 300 just to be really safe. <laughs> but it depends on the quality of your SIGs. So I'm sure you'll be good. It sounds like you're getting close. That's going to be awesome. Yes. This is basically a special town meeting to call a special town meeting where people can have these discussions and decide how to go forward as a group, as citizens. And, and it's transparency. It's, it's exactly what needs to happen here because the electeds aren't listening. The select board aren't listening. So this is an opportunity for the citizens to actually set some policy at a town meeting. So I would definitely suggest everyone sign it. You've got to sign that. And, you know, we've had town meetings where we have, 200 people in attendance overall um, who vote for really important things in the town. Um, the largest number I've ever seen was when we voted about full day kindergarten. The parents all showed up. But I mean, we've had times when we voted on whether or not to allow a dispensary in Canton. Um, it there were 200 voters in the room and it lost by like three votes. So people, a lot of people, we have what, 27,000 people in Canton. 
and hundred of them are letting 200 people make the decisions about what happens in their town. And that's really sad. Yes, it's but, not, not but the best. That's my soapbox. Yeah. People You're need to show up. You're on that soapbox a lot. I am. <laughs> How dare you ask people to vote? Uh. <laughs> Man, I literally cannot find that address. Elise, where are you? If you're listening, message me with it. <laughs> I can look. I'll text. I'll text Kathleen. I know she's listening because I talked to her right before we signed on. <laughs> That's anyway. how I first started noticing you, like when you wrote that thing about uh, the people voting and I was like oh my god why on everything Canton were they like yelling at her for asking like about why don't people vote and oh it was just I was like oh my god <laughs> yeah I apparently made people angry about that <laughs> a lot of people angry that I asked for people to vote now there's also uh maybe a recall going on, right? Is that uh, still happening? Maybe doesn't belong in that sentence. Maybe. There is. Uh, there is then. You're, I like yes, you. Rita. So oh, how's yes, that going, Rita? How's that recall going? Um, we haven't... Um, we're in the process. We haven't started it yet. The focus was on the special town meeting. Um, but um, yes, we are recalling. And... Um, you know, that's caused a lot of anxiety uh, for the people that are being recalled, as it should. Um, but, you know, it was just in the paper the other day that Chris Albert has another lien. Uh, he defaulted on paying um, 24000 in bankers and tradesmen or whatever. And, um, you know, this is somebody who lacks any financial uh, expertise whatsoever. He's financially inept. Uh, he can't pay his own bills. He gets taken to court all the time. This this is fact. You know, this is all public record. And he is completely unfit for the board. So, you know, for his supporters that might be watching, you know, the recall, um, if he wants to run again, he can run again. It looks like he's going to. Um, and if he wins, he wins. Then we really know we got a problem in this town. <laughs> but I don't think he'll win. Let me ask you this, too, because... Uh... You have guys like Kevin from Yellow Cottage Tales and Jennifer and Wendy, and they're they're calling everyone that supports Karen Reed and, and folks like you who are asking questions at Canton Select Board like a mob. But now you're being attacked. You're you have nasty letters coming at you, some of you. You also have, you know, what we talked about tonight earlier. What would you say to them? Because they're not covering this. They're not talking about you, you at all. Um or Chris Albert owing all that money and all these issues that have come up like that aren't even really related to Karen Reed, but just because, you know, the spotlight was on the, these folks, all this stuff, other stuff got uncovered. Yes. What, what would you say to someone like Kevin who might be watching right now about his lack of even like talking about what's happening to you? He called you a mob but you guys have been hit with, you, you ladies have been attacked like 
really viciously. I've been in politics a long time. I haven't seen this. I haven't seen citizens getting attacked like this. It's it's like if the FBI is listening, they should be investigating who who's sending those letters. Like it's yeah. on that level. Like that to me, it's on that level. Um, uh, what do you think about Kevin not talking about it? Kevin's not talking about any of that. What do you think about well, that? I Rita? did reach out to the FBI, so I want them to know. And I also told the police department that I reached out to the FBI. I have a perfectly pristine letter because one person got it. It was dressed to the four of us. So, um, you know, my letters in a plastic bag and waiting for the right um, authority to turn it over to. But it won't be the Canton Police Department. Uh, the FBI said it was a local <laughs> issue, um, and um, I'm not turning it over to them. I have lived in this town 45 years. I had the utmost respect for the Canton Police Department until everything that has come out since May on this case and all of the irregularities in the investigative process that are inexcusable. So well, what I said to Kevin and Wendy I wouldn't say anything to them. And here's the reason why, you know, I've dealt with a lot of people my entire life. I have never, ever encountered a group of people who are mindless. They're mindless and they're back in middle school and all they know how to do is call names, make stuff about people and um, bully people. They don't, and they're not interested in facts. You know, and I've asked one person, one day was screaming, and, and, and you know, you try to talk facts with them, they're not interested. They tell you they're not interested in facts. And it just recently happened on the Canton Civil Group. They, they said they created that page, you know, for civil people. And so some of us jumped on trying to get the dialogue going with other residents. Well, there's not other residents on this group. This is just the Albert and McCabe supporters. And all they want to do is pick fights and, and they don't want facts. And if you put facts out, they ignore them. So Kevin, I Kevin lost me a long time ago. You know, I watched a couple of shows of Kevin. I gave him a little bit. I said, okay, I'll give it to him. And he lost me right off the bat. I, I, I feel I have a good instinct when it comes to people and he lost me and Wendy as we just saw as a lunatic so people like that you can't reason with so I, I really I don't have time for them I wouldn't waste my time with them because it's not going to matter it's not going to matter what I say they're not interested good point anyone else want to comment on any of that I do um to Kevin hi Kevin um I respect that he has his own opinion that he can have that so I I kind of like it when people don't always agree so I can kind of bounce ideas off of them but I don't know so but I don't think he was even calling us an angry mob he was calling uh turtle riders maybe or maybe the people that were so mad at him so I mean I'm sure he felt attacked so I hate I don't want to lump him into something because I know that he also he isn't sold on either side so I don't, I don't you know, so I don't like to, I don't know. I feel like he has the right to his opinion, but I don't agree with his opinion. But that's, you know, it's America. That's why I don't like what's happening to us. Why can't we say that we feel a certain way? Or why can't we ask the board questions? And why can't we get answers? I ask every time I go, um, when Helena Rafferty had like, 
it seemed like she was very upset and it was more about uh, things that were said about her and maybe she didn't realize at the time, but it wasn't, it didn't feel professional. It didn't feel, it just felt angry. And so she said she couldn't talk about the case. She's been saying that since April and okay. So if you can't talk about the case, maybe you could talk about the protocols of what happened in an investigation, just, or what you do in investigations and just let us, you know, know that. But it's just like they talk over me the first few times I asked that in a meeting, they'd put the gavel like down. And then, um, then they said they're gonna have 15 minutes of comments. Rita got to talk, Kathleen got to talk and they acted like they were mad at them, but there's still two people up and they still have six minutes left. We get three more minutes according to their rule. So technically I should have been allowed to speak and ask my question. I feel like they broke the, the rules on that. But it's just, I'm so angry about that because they knew what question I was going to ask. I don't know if that's, you know, if I'm just being paranoid, but that's when they ended it. But they still had six minutes left. And by law, they're supposed to get rid of the people they think are talking over. So the last two people had the chance to talk because I think it was me and one other woman. So I'm pretty angry about that. I could feel that. And I think you should be angry. Um, we got a comment about your comments, Trisha, about Kevin. Uh, Maloney said, Kevin called Karen, so Karen Reed support as a mob. Um, I also want to kind of ask you, like, do you feel like he has a responsibility, though, to kind of, like, cover what's going on here? Because I feel like he's not, he's purposely not covering that Chris Albert's a deadbeat. He's purposely not covering what's going on to all of you. Like he, I, I he feel won't like that, cover that. I feel like that is his prerogative. I, I wish he would. I think he would. I don't know. Like, but I feel like um, he feels like people are angry at him because he has a like. He tries to come up with different theories, which I don't agree with. This. <laughs> like the the video he did. I don't know. I just I didn't agree with it, and I don't know. You know. I don't really want, I, I, he has the right to his opinion. That's all I feel. <laughs> I, I feel you on that too. Like he's just mad. Cause I feel like, uh, so many of those folks are just mad at turtle boy. Mostly it's, it's almost like an anti turtle boy thing more than anything. Yeah. Else. And I feel like, uh, I feel like some people in Kenton don't want to, they're more, instead of asking questions about what's going on in the town, they're more worried about being also called turtle riders. And I, I'm just like, who cares? Let's just get answers. That's all I want is just answers. Stop, stop acting. Let's don't make false equivalencies about like, um, you know, turtle boys up there with that sign. And I'm like, but we can ask questions. I just don't, why are you lumping us into the same, same thing? It's not fair. Nothing I mean, against Earl, uh, boy, nothing against him, but it's just like everybody's their own individual, and I think they have a right to have you know ask a question. Yeah, yeah, can we talk about the turtle in the room for a minute? Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, Jennifer. Um, a lot of people like when they, they put up 
the list of of people, um, the Ken's most menacing list. There were eight of the ten people who were listed on there were listed, or I think eight of the ten were listed as turtle riders. Um, we're all appreciative of the light that Turtle Boy has shined on this, and you know that's true. If it weren't for Turtle Boy, then people wouldn't know what was going on. Um, Karen. The Karen Reed case struck the match, but the dumpster was already full of flammable material before that. Um, the Karen Reed case lit the fire and then Turtle Boy threw a whole bunch of gasoline on it and it got really, really high and people started to pay attention. Um, and we're grateful for that. But we didn't ask him for help. We didn't ask him to come to that meeting a couple weeks ago. It was he hilarious. Necessarily I'm sorry. Don't try to speak for him. What'd you say? I, I'm sorry. I just said, but it was still hilarious. Like I, <laughs> you know, I, I, I understand wanting to, you know, separate the two. But I mean. Come on, that was not a normal select board meeting. Oh my god! At all? How do you sit up there and not have a reaction? I was dying. I felt like a little kid in church when my brothers and sisters would try to make me laugh, and I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" And they're just sitting there, and I'm like, "How is it when we get up there and talk? There's not usually a reaction too. They're just like stone." It's like, wow, they should play poker because they're really good at just having a stone look or not even acknowledging us. It's it's so bizarre. Please, well, I was really mad. Poker. I, I was really mad. I was like, he's making a mockery out of this meeting. And I may not have huge respect for the five people who are sitting in those seats, um, but I have respect for the seats themselves for our town government, even if it's, you know, not, even if the people who are in there are living up to what they're supposed to, I have respect for the, the position. And I was pissed. I was like, I can't believe he came in and made a mockery out of our meeting. And then I was listening to him talk and he's like, I made a total mockery out of your meeting and no one said a word. They just didn't do it. And I was like, okay, all right. And, you know, he kept trying to see if someone would respond to him. And I said, if he leaned any further forward, he was going to end up in Chris Albert's lap. <laughs> and Can I talk to him? We got some funny comments. Say, I was going to say, he did give them warning and it's like they didn't i was thinking that in april like oh my god does do they realize that like people get really angry about this stuff and turtle boy is doing a story do they realize like this this isn't good and uh, so i'm like oh, eventually they're gonna address this stuff <laughs> he kept like saying i'm coming down there i'm coming down there <laughs> it was like oh my god don't they watch like i felt it's neglectful to not watch, whether you think it's rumors or not. It's neglectful to not pay attention to that, to make sure like you're watching your town. I don't know. 
so I, I'm like, go ahead, make a mockery because that's where we're at now. You're not, you're not doing anything about it. You know, if I can chime in, I, I have to support Turtle Boy. I have yeah. to. And, you know, I think he's done a phenomenal job. I didn't know him before May, you know, all you guys know. And, um, you know, I, I did hear, you know, when I first listened, you got, I, I mean, I listened because of this case and, you know, I heard his style might be a little rough podcasts were new to me. And when my fiance and I first started listening, I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> and then, you know, but the message was the, the message was too important. And I will say, I have watched him regularly since May and I've seen him grow with the story. I know he has haters out there. I've seen him grow and mature with the story. And I do hear you, Jennifer. I, I you know, it, it was kind of, it was a banana Republic, but we had a banana Republic for a board. I mean, shutting us down, doing the things they did, they weren't living up to their obligation. And, you know, I I know that Turtle Boy had the signs there and he was making a mockery. And so wasn't John with his chicken costume and the rest of us with the signs. It's like, if you're going to quiet us down, if you're going to try to silence us, that's not going to happen. And so, you know, I think what happened is uh -oh. that just the letter that we got, you know, peep, the whole top part of the letter, they were enraged with Turtle Boy being there. And that's because he's the one who's telling the story. And that's the only reason, you know, um, in my opinion. And um, that is why um, th it was rage. I mean, th that whole first two paragraphs, if you call them even paragraphs, they don't even know how to write. You know, it was rage towards Turtle Boy. Rage. Yeah, I agree 100%. I got to say, I support turtle boy and i support cannabis if they if, if we had five <laughs> cannabis users on that board of selectmen they would listen to you yeah. <laughs> i'm stoned right now can you tell like, yeah, I'm, I'm, sure I'm listening Josh. to you all i smoked marijuana right before the show like so that's no, my thing i support turtle boy and i smoke cannabis so. you know what mike and I, I knew i loved you because i support turtle boy and i support cannabis <laughs> <laughs> i think we all do all right. I, I, yeah. I don't hate Turtle Boy. You know, I, I don't hate him and I'm very grateful for him. He doesn't always speak for me. He often doesn't speak to me for me, but I'm glad he's speaking up. And I, I do understand the First Amendment and, you know, whoever was saying that I was a journalism major. <laughs> um, I get it. And and I'm not sorry that he's there. I just his style is not my style that's all but no, I, feel I, I, feel like, I feel like there's a yeah it's a job done i feel like there's a line i agree with that i feel like there's a line on this stuff but i don't think he went over the line number one and number two there's a time and place for it like I, i'm kind of like that in some respects and i say to my advocacy friends there's a time and place when you need somebody like me to come you know get loud i'm there just let me know we'll raise we'll we'll you know Are you coming and, to and, and it's time it's the time and place like they're not listening they shut down public comment like that's the time you bring in turtle boy so right. for me i think it's perfect i i think that it's like good cap good cop bad cop works 
And if I could say this, you know, Turtle Boy, he was effective. Yeah. We have been trying to get, we have been trying to get under Chris Albert's skin. And we know we're getting under Chris Albert's skin. But Chris Albert never went to Stoughton District Court on us. Chris Albert, Aiden got under his skin so bad, he ran right down to Stoughton Court and, you know, wrote a bunch of junk and said, oh, his mental health wasn't that great. Yeah, we know that, Chris. <laughs> and so when you look at it, Turtle Boy was effective. Aiden was very effective. He got under his skin, and that's what he wanted to do. Yeah, and I think it's, it's the right time. It's like you can't... That select board is just trying to ignore the whole thing. Just... Because they're all connected to it. They're all connected. And that's the, that's the thing about it. It's, you, you, know, you try to separate the murder case from the select board, but you really can't because they're all connected. They're all like family. And Aiden did a show the other night with the yearbooks. My jaw was on the floor. You know, you think you heard it all until you hear what else he says next. And they're all connected. Every single one of them has some connection to the case. So, and that's the conflict of interest. That's the impartial. They can't be impartial. Yeah. And that's the problem. So they are connected. Even though we try to keep them separate, they are connected. They definitely are connected. It's all connected. Um, I Yeah, I think it would be very hard to separate, you know, Turtle yeah. Boy and Karen Reed from you know, like future select board meetings and recalls and whatnot, because, you know, as a lot of people are saying in the comments, you know, Turtle Boy's the one who brought the attention to Canton. You know, if it weren't for him, we'd be, I mean, I, I've been, you know, you can buy my place for 50,000 under, you know, like I'm, yeah. So, we I mean, would, I personally. If it wasn't for him, we would have, this murder in my neighborhood, we would have this murder and an innocent woman, although she wouldn't go to court, you know, she wouldn't go to jail, but she'd be out a lot of money, you know, and people don't realize that this is costing her hundreds of thousands of dollars to defend herself. And people go, oh, just wait for the trial, wait for the trial. Really? Could you withstand that kind of, you know, financial um, debt? to protect yourself for something you never did. People don't think of it that way. And of course the people that are associated with the situation don't want to think that way because they just don't think, but you know, he brought this awareness to us and we've got to fix it. And that's what we're here for. We're fixing it. So, you know, <clears throat> um, I'm grateful for what he does and um, some things I don't agree with. Um, and I, sh I share it with him, you know, and uh, I, I find he's very responsive and you know, I try to be responsive to feedback and, um, you know, I am grateful to him. And, and this story, they'll be talking about the story a hundred years from now. Absolutely. Yeah. I think this whole thing blows my mind. Like as someone who's not from Canton, this, like, this is not normal to me and I'm sure it's not normal for Canton, like usually. Right. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, think I just don't think like I think this kind of thing happens a lot where someone is uh, forced like they're forced to take a, a lower charge like the like I just I think what everybody noticed this is when they said murder too you know 
So I just feel like that happens a lot. People are forced into taking pleas just so they. I think this is going to. I can't afford a good lawyer. So I think it happens more than we know. I think it does too. And I hope that this is the start. You know, they've got the Innocence Project. And as far as I know, that's about DNA. You know, but this, if I was in jail wrongly, I'd be saying, what have I learned from this? I'm going to go through my court filings and I'm going to find the inconsistencies that put me behind bars. And, you know, so I hope a lot of people get free because of this. I would hope. That's probably why they're trying to quiet things. But I think the more they do that, the worse it is for them. Like the more they just put up walls, like people start, more people start noticing. Oh, on me now. (laughs) I just feel like, um, you know, people are noticing because they're not answering questions and they didn't, they weren't prepared for this at all. I don't think that they have a good spokesman to hold like a press conference. Like, I feel like when things like this happen, they usually have press conferences. Like sometimes they don't give you all the information, but they give you something, you know? They don't just release a statement that says, don't look at Turtle Boy stuff. I mean, that's literally what the first uh, notice said in April. And I'm like, hmm, she said not to look at that. I'm going to look at that because that's just how I am. The first thing I did, I was like, why is she saying that? And I think most people do that. And then everybody was texting each other, like the people I didn't even know, like, I was getting not that well, you know, where I'd be getting like, look at this article. I'd be like, oh my God. I couldn't even, like, I, I, like, I thought there was something weird about the whole situation, but I didn't think it was this. I really didn't. And I'm still like, I'm still like, whoa. Speaking of weird, I want to ask uh, a follow up question to something I've been thinking about during the show. Uh, Rita, you told us that uh, you talked to the police and the FBI um, about the letters. Do you have any suspicion on who might have sent those letters or any of you have any suspicions? Yeah, I do. I do. So the first, you know, like I said, the first section was, oh, my God, they were crazy that we supported Turtle Boy. You know, they said things like, you know, we were part of his cult and, you know, how could we we support Black Lives Matter and we support LGBTQ plus and how could we... um, how could we follow our leader, our cult leader? And it's somebody who has intense anger towards Aiden. And we know who that is. I'm not even going to say the person's name. We know who that is. And But I don't think uh, she did it by herself uh, because I, I also think Chris Albert uh, was involved in this. And the simple reason is, is when you write a nasty letter to people and you tell them that you, hey, listen, if I can't find dirt on you, I'm going to make it up, which is pretty much what they said. Um, he says, you know, I will just tell you a couple things that were said, because uh, I really don't want to read the letter. I don't want to give it any merit because it's it's a bunch of rubbish. It's the same stuff that comes out of their mouths. Um, but uh, and they wrote lies about you know, the four of us. Uh, but they said facts are fiction. It you know it sticks forever on the internet. And um, they said if you would like a seat on the board, please run 
re please run for it, but don't overthrow an elected official. So whoever wrote this, and I think it was more than one person, really was trying to protect an elected official uh, that they felt was going to get overthrown. And they said, and then they said, you know, they said that I declared war. I didn't, I, I didn't declare war. And I said, you know, we're trying to figure out how they could have interpreted my actions. Well, I did speak to the town clerk. Um, October 4th was the first day that we could recall uh, Chris Albert. And by the way, that's the law. You know, I'm not just making this stuff up. It's the law. And so I let the town clerk know that we were going to recall Chris Albert and John Conley, that effing random citizen. And um, so I knew that that got straight back to Chris Albert. And so between that, I think that in his mind was me declaring war because now I'm going after him. And then they said, you know, shame on you for not showing up after you invited your mob of crazy men. So they were upset that I wasn't there last Tuesday. I was at the hospital with my dad for eight days. Um, and then the person, so this is another reason I think it was Chris Albert, he had participation in this. Because he says, the, the person, the author goes from us, we, and I. So they didn't even know how to write the letter. And the one thing they said was people are offering, uh, people are reaching out to see what they can do to help now. People are offering money, campaign help. Gee, that's campaign help. Who, who would, who's running for campaign? Campaign help legal assistance, and group meetings. I certainly hope that the mental health group meetings um, are underway. And then they said something like, desperate people do desperate things, and you have some decisions to make. So in other words, if we continue uh, to speak and our First Amendment right, and by the way, if we continue to speak with facts, which they just don't like, um, they're going to smear us. And um, well, that could get a legal suit towards, you know, against them. So if that's what they want to do, go for it. I'm not worried. So I believe it was the, the woman, I'm not going to say her name, um, who um, has an issue with Aiden. Issue, yeah. Yeah, and Aiden. She's, got a, she's got a court date coming up uh, for a woman she's been stalking. So she's not a, a very stable person. Uh, she does everything for clicks. She, she, funny uh how she claims everyone else does but that's her whole life yeah it's just it's this one person focusing on this one person um it's I, i'm glad that you uh spoke out on this because people want to know i just want to summarize this for people who are tuning in a, a little later um somebody sent letters in the mail u.s mail threatening different folks in in canton to be quiet yes and i want to one of the questions is up here. Are they handwritten notes? Are they handwritten no. or were they uh, typed out? It's typed out. The, typed um, out. the uh, 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 envelope was handwritten. So there's that. I want to I, I bring in mind to the police station. I was hoping somebody else would too. I really think that the officer I did talk to, I'm not going to say his name, but I, I really do think he'll turn it in. So. I was hoping somebody else would too, because then there'd still be two pristine copies. You know what I did? And I, uh, Rita, another idea. If you don't want to take the uh, letter to the uh, police station, maybe think about making a photocopy and submitting that. Well, that's the awful. We, we did that. Yeah. Like the, 
<laughs> they have it. They have it. Yeah, they have. I sent an email and I sent some pictures. So I asked the officer because I I was the first one to get one, and I was doing the dishes, and my husband was like, "Oh, Trisha, there's like a um like." I just thought it was the poster from the night before. So I was like, oh, and I, my hands were damp and I opened it. And then I was like, I didn't even finish reading it. I was like, oh no, I got to warn other people. Cause I, and I thought most of the letter was about me. I just saw those four names and I was like, oh, I got it. Like, so I texted them and then my husband and I were like, what does this mean? Who is this? And I'm like, <laughs> and I was, so like we touched it a lot, but I was dropping mine off. It, it's supposed to, it goes to the FBI database, but they have to take my fingerprints and mics off to, but I'm sure there's other, hopefully there's other fingerprints on it too. With the way they've handled evidence in this case that we have seen, there's no way that I'm turning mine over to the Canton police station. I'm just not. And I know that the officer that you spoke to might've been nice when I went in to speak to him, the officer I spoke to, uh, wasn't as friendly. He recognized me, I'm sure. And um, I didn't get the same kind of greeting. And, um, you know, it was just, I, I'm just not giving it to them because it, everything's at the top. So while that officer may be trustworthy and, you know, uh, the people above him, I've lost faith in. I've lost faith, tremendous faith. And it's going to take a lot to restore it. And um, I'm not sure they're going to be able to restore it. I feel like, you know, though, if we give them the, um, if we give it to them, the FBI, the FBI knows about it too. And if it goes missing or something, I just, I don't know. There's still I already like, reported it to the FBI. I already reported it to the FBI and I gave them a copy of it. They said it's a local issue. There's and still, <clears throat> there's four copies. Three people didn't touch them. What about them. going in with like maybe an attorney? Huh? My mind's made up. My letter is. Could you go in with like an attorney? No, I don't, I'm not going to waste my money on an attorney. Um, my letter's not going anywhere. No, so my point is, there's four copies. I have one. Three other people have one. Three are good. Two, mine's. They could probably find the prints off of those two, he said. But I was hoping like somebody else would, because now I have to put in my prints, which isn't a big deal. Mike probably already has his because he's a professor. So I don't know, but. Um, the FBI has my fingerprints. I but they already they already pulled tape from the post office, and there's already a case file, and it's in the computer. So I, I don't can't know. believe I just, me and Angela have gotten one. I'm waiting. Murder. We have a murder case, and there's a case file, but there's evidence missing, uh, and then there's evidence you know that showed up from two feet of snow that wasn't there at two inches of snow. So. You know, just because there's a case doesn't mean the evidence is going to be handled correctly. And I've no, it doesn't. But then you still have two. We don't have a database. There's not many fingerprinting places around. So I feel like we'll still have two left over to work with. That's, I don't know. I was just hoping, like, because people were calling me asking me to give mine. And I'm like, well, I touched mine. So I don't understand the, the problem. Because there's no evidence to there's no evidence for them to destroy. Why do you want to be destroyed? The evidence has been destroyed on yours, Trisha. So if they take yours, it doesn't matter. But if they take mine, the evidence can be destroyed. And that's why I won't turn. And they still have two left. 
Well, mine. How is many one. letters did you get? Mine never. <clears throat> mine never. Mine was in a plastic bag. Never left. I never opened it because all of them were dressed. copies. There's four, so I grabbed the first one, opened it, and was like, "Oh no!" and called people. And then Mike and I were like, "What?" He's like, "What do they mean by you brought people to the house?" I'm like, "I didn't bring." It. <laughs> like, what does that say? It was like, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, it's so stupid." And I'm like, I know this stuff isn't true about any of them. And they didn't sign it. So, I mean, I've gotten a lot of stuff, like, on the internet, like, on online about, like, that all through this. Like, even in April. So, I don't know. This is their M.O. They had, they sent threatening letters. I feel like if the, the, the police do something, then they'll get caught. You know what I mean? They'll get caught doing it. So, yeah. I don't think they will. And then there's still two left. I feel like, you know, between the groups, like, uh, like all the action that can be taken has been taken, including going to CPD and going to FBI and most likely speaking with attorneys. So the FBI told us to go. So we have to go through Canton to get anything done. They They said without a death threat, it's a local issue. Okay. So if they want, you know, to escalate, well, they know what to do. Put a death threat in there. We know they're capable. <laughs> so just put it in there. And then the FBI will get involved. Thanks for saying that. They don't bother me. They don't bother me. They don't scare me. I, you know, homie, don't play that game. I was a big in, live, in living color fan. Homie, don't play that game. Exactly. Just don't. Uh, Let's talk. Let's wrap that up because I think we we exhausted that. What what do you hope to see happen tomorrow night? You don't want a this cat fight. Can- <laughs> select board. What? I said you don't want a cat fight. I'm not going to fight with Rita. <laughs> no, I want to talk about the cat select board tomorrow night. What's what's going on? What do you want to see? Uh, we want to see public comment and come back. It's, it's not, not on back. the agenda. I think- I still think, um, I almost said Morrissey, Conley needs to come up with a better apology. I'm holding a massive grudge over that. That apology was the worst apology in the world. It wasn't an apology. Morrissey or John? Did you say John Conley? Oh, yeah. I I almost said Morrissey. But I meant yeah, that was funny. I know. Yeah. That's how I really became vocal was um watching the, the meeting and I'm like, I, I had no idea it was Rita. And uh, um I'm like, did he really just say that? And I was so pissed off. And that's when I went to the next meeting and I was like, um, yeah, no, you need to apologize and apologize correctly. Don't read it off a piece of paper that somebody else wrote, uh, wrote up for you. I don't care how long you've been in town. So don't try to throw that in there. Just give an apology. Look at the person that you said that about and apologize to her face. And that's when I've lost all trust for the Board of Selectmen. And I've been in Canton since the day I was born. And I'm disgusted. 
Great point. You know, I Mike, think he said that yeah. to Rita while Rita was talking, but it's like he said that to everyone there that like he's just like didn't even realize that some I have voted for him before, and I was like, whoa! But he kind of like I mean he said it while Rita was talking, but that just I'm sure a lot of people felt that way. Like, and I know I've talked to people that said that like I voted for him and. I won't vote for him again. And I was like, I, I mean, I kind of had a, like, I didn't vote for him maybe the last time, but like, I was not shocked that he said it. I'm not shocked about his apology the way it was. I was just like, oh, well, I mean, he already showed us who he is. So, I, you know, if he's, he's not going to change, his, not he's gonna change. His expiration date. Yeah. Well, I'm curious, how long have <laughs> each of you been living in Canton? <clears throat> Mm -hmm. I don't know that's actually. I've been here about 20 years. How long? I've been here 45. Wow. And my dad, moved my here. dad grew up here. Ha, I'm the one that's been here the longest. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm almost 48. Oh, I'm almost you 48 look so years young. Old. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm almost 48. Yeah, and I've been you know, here. <clears throat> for the entire time my mm. mother grew up here um my grandmother lived here for a little bit before she got married and had a family here so i am a true townie been here my ask, entire life i want to all I'll ask about the aclu because it looks like they haven't addressed it at all. They don't plan to at the uh, select board hearing. That's so weird. Like, how can that be? I met with them privately. They did get it. And I'm like, talk about that, Trisha. Don't talk about it. No, 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 no. I said, do you want to talk about it? <laughs> I don't talk about, about anything, it. But then I can't help it because I'm so angry. Like, I just don't like this stuff like i don't i don't really i just want to stay home okay like just make me happy and i'll stay home just do your job <laughs> i'll leave you alone that's all i want yeah. from them like just do your job at least just i don't know what i don't understand is why the rest of the board won't just tell chris albert to step down because once exactly. chris is gone <laughs> you know there's like there's going to be less attention on well, the rest of the select board and they can, you know, maybe have a chance maybe in April to win two seats. But I mean, that's not going to happen because like common sense, you know, but yeah, no, the, actually the thing that is scary is that that's actually a, a possibility that he might run again and actually win. Like well, I've, I've lived here for someone asked earlier, you know, whether I'm from Canton or not. Um, I've lived here for like three years now, two years. So, you know, I'm relatively new to town. I'm from like, you know, closer to Boston. And this stuff is, you know, as an outsider kind of coming in and finding myself in a bit of a shit show. I'm not it's like I can't stress enough that it's not normal. I feel like I say that five times a day. I think we um, all do. <laughs> like what? It's true. It, what? It's, what? Yeah, it's not normal. It's not. No, so it's my, not. I think I have an answer to the question. 
So I met with Mike and Tom privately. And uh, before they shut the comments, they told me they were shutting it down, but they didn't tell me. I, I begged them not to shut public comments down. Um, this, but this is before I knew they'd put it in the paper. I begged them to reconsider. And I told them it was going to have the opposite effect. And um, so we talked about asking Chris to resign. And first of all, they can ask Chris to resign, but Chris doesn't have to resign. And what was shared with me was their team. And so if they ask Chris to resign, um, you know, he can't, he, they can't force him to resign. So if we recall him uh, and they ask Chris to resign and we, re because of, you know, and we recall him because he doesn't resign, he has the right to run again. That's the law. He has, even though we recall him, he has the right to run again. And um, if he won again, then they're supposed to be working together as a team. And if they ask him to resign and he, he gets recalled and then he runs again and he wins, how are they supposed to effectively work together as a team when they ask him to resign? And that was their response. Um, uh, I don't, you know, it, it to me it has to do with integrity. Do you support this behavior or do you not? And Mike, when you asked earlier, what do you want from the select board tomorrow night? I'll tell you what I want. I want them to lead. I want them to show courage. I want them to do their job and show us that they're leaders. And I haven't seen that. The only one I've seen that from is JR. And, you know, he has stepped up. He was the only one that voted not to adjourn the meeting. And, you know, I don't, I don't think any of them know how to lead. I think John Conley's been there for 34 years. And I don't know what he's done for 34 years, but he's not a leader. A leader would not have done what he did multiple times over and over again. And, um, you know, it's time for change. It's time for change. He's um, got to go. You Dude, know, he's got to go. go. <laughs> right. People need to lead or step aside. And uh, I think Jeremy, Jeremy Camo wrote that uh, on Facebook the other day, and he was so spot on. Um, people just need to do their job. And if you're going to do your job, great. If you're not, step aside. And Chris Albert does not belong anywhere near anybody's finances, let alone a town's finances. He just doesn't. And, you know, John Conley has no respect for his constituents that show a difference of opinion. And we can't have that because that's not a leader. So my hope is You know is what's so weird, too? I've got the, the finances. Like, that's such an easy out for the select board members to come out and say, Chris needs to resign because, you know, do, I've seen them do let that. Me, let me just finish that. Let me, Sorry. let me just drive that point home. I, I want to drive that point home because they, it's easy for them to ignore all the other stuff because they're like, there's a case going on, but that's that financial situation. In any situation, a town government with someone with those liens against them, it would be normal that other select board members would say, hey, wait a minute, this is an issue that should be looked into or that person should resign like that. This is a perfect out for them. I don't understand why they're not seizing upon that. Not one of them. They're cowards. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, um, I met with them, too, but I don't I, you know, I, I, when I brought up the point, like, why aren't you watching this stuff and trying to stay above it or you know, proactive, because pretty soon, I mean, Dateline in 2020, um, Frontline did stories. There's other news people here too. Like, 
someday there might be like even a bigger crowd here and I'm not inviting them despite what the letter says. <laughs> I just, I just, I was like, why aren't you guys doing something in evil? I was saying this stuff. I'm like, this is going to, this is going to be bad. This is going to be bad. And I felt like that when I met with him privately, like I, one of them was like, well, we can't ask him to leave. People voted for him. I'm like, yeah, I get that. But all this financial stuff, it's documented. We have documents. He, he didn't reveal this. And, and they kept trying to disagree, but then they're like, yeah, yeah, we knew. And then I'm like, and I saw contributions and, you know, I saw who contributed and Tom's like, I didn't, I didn't, I, and I'm like, yeah, I know you didn't. And then, um, Mike was like, yeah, we've always been friends. We run in the same circles. And, um, what was my point to that? Cause now I'm <laughs> just so upset about, oh, I just was like, Oh, I had a point and it was off of what you were saying. Oh, I don't know. So I go, well, you can always publicly say like, Hey, you know, we endorsed you, but we didn't, we weren't, didn't sign off for this. Could you please leave? Cause I've seen other people do that in other towns and they're like, no, we can't do that. So I was like, I'm like, I felt like their mom sort of, and I'm like, Oh no, I'm getting bitchy. Cause I was like, like, so you're calling this guy your friend and you, he's sort of embarrassing you. It, your friend this is your this is who you call a friend and he hasn't left like i just i was like okay <laughs> i sound bitchy i know i mean who can you clarify <laughs> who called who a friend please what? oh can you clarify who called who a friend <laughs> well i don't think it like i think he every you know mike was like yeah we you know we run in the same circles and yeah I mean, it's not a secret. Everybody knows that. Right. So to clarify, Lucky Brother called Mike Lawford. Mike Lawford. Mike Lawford. Yeah. Um. So Lucky's brother called Chris Albert a friend, and thus, how did the rest of that conversation go? I, I was just like, well, it sounded like they might have asked him to leave. I still have to listen to the tape. I was so mad, and I, I said I was like recording them mike was said like we they waited for us to turn on record and um because i was but he was like well i mean i don't know i mean you can have your friend run so it's not anything they but it sounded like they may have tried but i don't know i gotta listen to the tape i was so mad like let me get this straight so i mean if that's not a friend if uh, Trisha, are you uh, saying that they said that they tried to get him to resign? I don't know. I, no, I they didn't. No, they that. didn't. No, they didn't. Uh, I know that conversation. No, they, they didn't. I even said they did. Like, I was like, and that's when I was like, let me get this straight. So this is your friend. This, like, he won't leave. Like, he knows that it's embarrassing us in the town and you. And, like, it's just bringing more controversy and then they're like, well, here's the thing. Uh, people voted for him. And I'm like, I know, but I don't know. People voted for George the finances, Sanders. The, the, right. the, the, I mean, it's on. It, it's the, the hit and run incident. And I don't know. That's like documented. It's not like. Yeah, I mean, for those who I don't know if people know that history, but 
you know, Chris Albert did legally, like legally, but did kill someone in a vehicular manslaughter accident when he was he drunk driving or was it just he he killed someone driving? I mean, I, you know, they're, they're both as bad, I guess. Well, but, we don't know because he. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think those records are anywhere, you know, well, in Stoke County. Well, there's, there's definitely uh, the records are missing. No, and I know. The yeah, yeah, we know. We know. We know we did that. We know we did that. There's always an excuse. And then somebody will be like, I'll be like, well, what about the letter they, that he sent me early on? Oh, he didn't do that. The lawyer did. What yeah. happens like, but they paid the lawyer. Like, he paid the lawyer. <laughs> But this was an officer in the waiting room that started with me, and I'm like, he he I, I, he's always lingering in the like he he's retired, but he was he's just like always around to all of our meetings and watching us. Like it feels like maybe he's not, but it's weird. The whole thing's weird. It's not normal. The, there is going to be a, an officer at the meeting tomorrow night. I understand, and he is going to be in uniform instead of ca camouflaging himself as a, you know, a regular as a citizen. Private, yeah. yeah. Like they did last, that's what they did last time. They had a private, he looked like a private doing, citizen, but he was undercover. And I feel yeah. bad for those police officers. Like, you're kind of putting them in a weird spot, you know? Like, asking them to sit there and watch over us, and then, like, that's their job. They can't say no. Now, somebody who was at the uh the open office hours i wasn't there i took a night off um we had a family birthday party that night so i went off to that but someone who was there said that the plainclothes cop was the call of the police department, not the call of the select board, that they chose to put a plainclothes cop in the room instead of having someone in there in uniform. But there was someone in uniform out in the hall and there was someone in uniform outside. And when we were standing outside before the meeting, we were standing out in front of town hall with our signs before it started. Uh, and I don't know how many times the police drove past us while we were standing out there, probably five or six anyway, in the hour that we were outside. Definitely more than when, um, when turtle boy came to town with the rolling rally, we didn't see like a single car yeah, that at that time. They were fearing, but, they, but no CPD anywhere. Shockingly. <laughs> but that's like why aren't i just I, I don't know why aren't they concerned how they're viewed like how, how like i feel bad for the police but it had nothing to do with this silence it's depressing and sometimes when we talk about it for too long, we hit this point where it's hard to say anything about it because it just... Well, you'll get a letter. Oh. <laughs> or a mean poster. I think the important <laughs> message to people 
is you need to use your voice. You need to speak with facts and don't let these bullies get you down. And we're not going to stop. And I want them to know that when you send me a letter like you sent me, it doesn't frighten me. It strengthens my resolve. And I know they probably don't want that know what that means, but it means I'm not going anywhere. I'm only going to get louder. So, uh, and I want people to know, you know, right now I have no plans to run for select board. You send me another letter like this, I may change my mind. So, anyways, you know, you, yeah, I might get up you? there and smoke weed up there on my there high court. And I'm like, high force is going to get high. Let me just cut in. Can you hear me right now? Yeah. You can hear me? No? Yes? Yes. Yes. Okay. Thank you. My whole system crashed. It was like the, uh, I've seen the computer crash, but not the actual studio. It's right when we turn on the phones. So, but I want to try to take some phone calls. So can we, can we uh, try to get some phone number? Up here, 978-560-3155. If anyone wants to call in, that's your opportunity right now before my system crashes once more. <laughs> Rita, you know, if you keep saying that that someday you're going to run, you're going to start a riot in the oh! comments. <laughs> my background is corporate, you know, mm. but I've worked with the states in the state uh, offices and their state regulations for eight years. I read regulations for eight years. So, but I have no interest in town government. Uh, you know, I just want the right government in place and that's what I'm advocating for. But, you know, if they send me letters like this, um, it, I, I, this is, I, it has the opposite effect on me. It motivates me. So, you know, um, that's what it does. I, I, I bet they won't send you another letter now. That's the thing, too. If people, are, if people are upset by the letters, they should show people that you're not upset. If they come back, I'm releasing my no. 60 cats. Yeah. And they're going to go out. They don't, they won't and send your high horse, Trisha. Yeah, I guarantee you they won't send Turtle Boy a letter. They won't send me a letter. We got someone on the phone. Who's on the phone right now? Can you hear us? No? Hmm. Let's try that again. Are you on? Are you on the phone? Can you hear us? No. Shy person. <laughs> I'm gonna try calling him back. I'm gonna try to set it up one more time. Man, I wonder if I'm getting hacked tonight. It's like yeah, I know. Cool. I know. That's what I, I the system's frozen up so many times tonight. I've never seen it do that before. The stuff it's doing tonight. Yeah. Let's try it one more time. I'm gonna try call that person back because I want to see who that was and see if it works. There it goes. Hello. Hi, you're on the Young Jerks. Who are you? Hi, my name's Mary. Um, I don't know what happened. You couldn't hear me. I was talking. Um, so I. Hi, it's Mary. Okay. Turn off There's your radio. Yeah. Go ahead. What do you got for us, Mary? So I have a question for the ladies. Um, one. Have you have you asked the post office to find out where the letters got mailed from? Um, and two, save the envelopes because you could have someone analyze the writing and try to match it up with something. Um, and then the last thing is, is 
maybe don't even talk about the letters or make it, you know, just just ignore them in a, in a way because that's, by talking about them, it's, it's feeding into who's ever writing them and, and, and maybe it will just make that person continue. Yeah. 100%. So um, they took, they pulled the, uh, they pulled it, the police pulled the footage from the post office. So they, I did, go, I was impressed with that. And that's why I wanted to see, like, maybe a couple of us drop the letters off. And then if they don't go through, then we kind of know that something's going on, you know? They I mean, it does take a long time to get that information, but. So he told you that he pulled the phone. And I would also I say that several times, and I messaged you guys. He and I gave you the case number. He said he went to the post office. He pulled the 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 security footage. He put a thing in for that. There's a file made, and it's on the computer. And I put the number in that that thread for you. And then um, he said. You can, I can, I was like, I think they don't want to give theirs, but I'll give you mine. But my husband and I and my daughter probably touched it. So he said, well, there's a better chance with the pristine one, but they can take your prints away and they'll know the other prints on the thing if they're there. He's like, if they match anybody in the FBI database, because it goes off to the FBI. Well, if they want to show me the footage that they pulled from the post office, I'll consider turning over my letter, but if I they don't show me, I'm not showing them. It's it. It takes a while to get now. There is a case file. Are you still there, Mary? All right, I think she hung up. Actually, what happened with that call? We we're getting a lot of uh, call, no caller ID calls. Come on, beware of those. Those could be civil Canton calls. Who this is? I, I, I'm, I'm... Who's calling? Hello? Hey, who's Hello? this? What's up? Hi, I'm just calling. I love your show. I love the group of people that are out there on it. And I just love what y'all doing at the advocacy for Karen Reed. I wanted to ask is, I did want to ask this unrelated. Is Angela Chan O'Donnell married? <laughs> yes, she is. Yes, she is. And her husband's watching. He is married. Does she have a twin sister? Does she have a twin sister? <laughs> <laughs> nice try, man. Where are you calling from? Where are you calling from? Newton, Massachusetts. Newton. All right. I appreciate you. That, that's that interesting. All right. Well, keep on doing what you're doing. I applaud each and every one of you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you. Thank now you. I know why he had his phone number covered up. <laughs> Take another one. Who, who's on the phone? 781. Turn off your computer when you call us. Am I really live right now? Yeah, you're live. And we're hearing yeah. the feedback from your computer. Okay. So please turn that off when you call us. All right, you lost it. Bye. I hung up on her. I, I just can't. No, Folks, I can't. If you're calling the show, don't have your computer still running. Turn it off. Like it's so annoying. Oh. 9785603155. You're live. Like as soon as we answer the phone, you are live on our show. 
We have no. Can you tell? Do you think I have like a whole team behind me? No, we're taking live calls. Nine seven eight five six zero three one five five. If you can get it together, call us back. What, do you have any final thoughts, our panel tonight? I do. Um, I feel like if this is the person that harasses Aiden, that it would really help him to to get the fingerprints off of it. I don't know. All right. Any, we've we've got, gone over and over that again. So anything else that we're going to discuss tonight? Oh, maybe. I'm done with that call. I'm done. No more. We're, phone calls are over tonight, too. I'm done. <laughs> I've reached my limit. I need to go smoke some cannabis. Yeah, why don't you just do it here? <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask the rest of the panel, is there anything else you want to bring up tonight before we uh, log off tonight? Appreciate your having us on. To, yeah, I appreciate uh, it. And any Canton citizens that are, you know, in town tomorrow night, go to the meeting, even though we can't speak, uh, you know, we need to show up. We need to let them know that we're not going anywhere and we're going to hold them. So, uh, and I appreciate the opportunity to share and, um, you know, we share facts. That's what we do. Would you like a cat, anyone? I have some extra. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Three I cats. did take another call. <laughs> Who's on the phone right now? All those beeps in my bird. Yeah. I have a cat oh. right behind me, and she's oh. going crazy. Let's see a bird. Oh. I, don't, I don't know. How oh, that's so awesome. I don't want a bird, but all my cats, it was too much. Oh, is that a parrot? I'm coming over. Aww. I'm coming over. That's a parrot. <laughs> Kristen, you didn't share that. You, is that Neil or is it Memorex? No, it's. <laughs> what? I'm coming over. <laughs> Can you bring that to me? <laughs> sure. Bring her to the meeting tomorrow night. Oh yeah, I love it. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna keep taking the calls because I can't turn my phone off right now. <laughs> who's on the I, phone? Let's really see who's loud, on the phone. If they're any better. Yelling, stop it. Yeah, who who's this on the phone right now? Jen Hartford. How are you guys? Jen, what do you got for us? Where are you calling from? The most. I'm calling from Milford, Mass, and um, I'm sending all appreciation and support to you mike for doing the show and for all these wonderful people from can that um i always think about and i love reading about what they're doing it gives me a lot of inspiration and um it's great to um just know that there are people that commit and who won't back down i just love it it makes me feel empowered and i do have I don't know what happened. Oh, like, can you hear me? Yeah, it was a great call. Oh. Then we lost you. What's going still on? There. You you dropped the phone? Did you fall down? I, I have a, I have a burning question for the ladies. <laughs> Who's going to the Halloween party? <laughs> uh, I wish I could be there, but I can't. Oh. I might go in disguise. <laughs> 
I'm Ooh, going freaking like trunk retreating. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. <laughs> I, I'm, I will add to miss ball, but maybe we'll catch you at another court date or a rolling rally or something. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll definitely be there to support Karen <laughs> for sure. Awesome. Keep up all the great work and I'll be watching uh, the select board meeting as long as the system doesn't crash tomorrow night. Awesome. <laughs> tomorrow. Thanks, Mike, for having me on. Thank you for calling. Mike, can sure, I say one more thing? Okay. Yes. We get so much love from the community. And, you know, when people come to sign, you know, or when we meet people along the way, there is so much love and appreciation for what we're doing. And um, this strength in numbers, this strength in numbers, this strength in positivity, and that's our message. And it really is an incredible feeling to know that you're doing what's right for the town and what's right for the country. And um, it really is awesome when people protest, do the peaceful protests and, you know, things that we're doing, it's an incredible, surreal feeling. Uh, and we're privileged to be in this country. And, but we need to, or we need to keep what we have. And we all need to speak our truths. And it's really great when the community comes together in support. So, you know, some people are silent, but they're really not. And I just want to say that, you know, the other side thinks they got these people intimidated and terrified and uh, they don't, they don't. These people are waiting and they love what we're doing. And they're so proud of their fellow citizens here in Canton. So, um, you know, I, I rode by a house the other day and the, the person was putting out the beautiful Halloween thing and working with their kids, dressing it up some more. I rolled down my window and I said, awesome job with the Halloween. Awesome, awesome job. And the person turned around and said, thank you. Thank you, reader. And by the way, awesome job. And I said, he goes, keep it up. And I go, thank you. And, you know, you, things you don't expect. Um, people appreciate what we're doing and we're not stopping. We're not stopping. Yeah, I've noticed it too. Uh, you know, just people really support what you're doing. It's just, it's obvious. And you can see it too. Canton Confidential, I got to give a shout out to them. On the mm -hmm. Facebook group, if you can get in there. And maybe Angela, she says she can't help, but I think she might be able to help. She can talk to John, get you in there. Right, Angela? I, oh, I never I don't, I don't, never talk to John. <laughs> <laughs> as I'll little as possible. I'll get you in. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I, never talk. I never talk to John. I love that. I, I don't know what, you know, I never know what's going on, so... I want, you, you know I want to see now. I want your husband to call in and ask uh, if you're if you're single now. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, he can't. He's in? busy telling oh, everyone in the comments. He's taken. He's gonna call in and ask you on a date. Nine seven eight five six zero three one five. Been a while. Angela's husband, call in. <laughs> it's, it's been a while since we've been on a date. So. <laughs> Aww. Well, perfect opportunity. I'm, we're matchmaking tonight. Yeah, Among married couples. Yeah, me and me and Dan right there. Don't <laughs> call. 
no, he's got to no. call in. No, he's, he's got to call in for a date. We got to make this happen. Already so romantic. Dan, call. Yep. Yes. <laughs> you know, I we were talking about about the list a little bit earlier. I actually had the opportunity to speak with Lisa Lopez the other night. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I told her that. that you, what'd you say, Trisha? I was kidding. <laughs> um, had the opportunity to speak with her the other night. And she, I was telling her that there were under, what did it say? Um, cult and gang affiliation that eight of the 10 people on the list were listed as Lopez supporters. I said, I bet you didn't know that you were the leader of a gang or a cult. She's like, I'm a cult leader. She thought that was the funniest thing she'd ever heard. <laughs> I don't think I, I watched a couple like uh, the Scientology dude who exposes them. I don't mm -hmm. think he's going to agree. I don't think he's going to look at you guys as a cult. <laughs> Yeah. Just have a feeling. Well, that's what cults do, right? They tell you not to look at stuff like the Canton letter that uh, was sent out early on in April. Like, don't don't ask questions. Don't look. Yeah, who, don't exactly. look at these articles because that's what Scientology does to people. Like, don't right. you can't look over there. Don't Who's look. the real cult? Exactly. <laughs> right. Like they won't. They won't talk. Like Kevin. And I'm like, why? Why can't I look? I have to look. <laughs> how I am now you told me I could do it I have to do it <laughs> so true <laughs> we will take you know what if anyone else didn't get through earlier if you, turn off, your, like if you turn off your computer we'll take your phone call 978-560-3155 before, before we go I'm giving you am amnesty if you, if you screw it up earlier <laughs> Just don't, just just don't make your computer play in the back. And don't blame it on weed. You can blame it on alcohol. Don't blame it on the weed. <laughs> I don't want to hear. Weed is innocent. I, I can handle my weed. That you just like, like you know, the cannabis stuff and. <laughs> what is it about the? Game? Oh, nobody can hear me, huh? <laughs> no, we can hear. You. I said I think you should be mayor because of your cannabis. Um, no, I'm not running for yeah. Mary. I'm a dog walker. It's <laughs> <laughs> just in my town. I don't need any other business. <laughs> and I'm doing that. I like to do this. We don't show. have it's, a Mary. Yeah. No. I like to smoke weed with no no major responsibility except for dogs. <laughs> After I'm done with the dogs. Um, yeah, I just want to thank you all for being here tonight. We Thank appreciate you. Yes, you're welcome. Thanks for having yeah. And we'll be watching to see what happens tomorrow night. It's going to be, we will be broadcasting it definitely yeah. if it's online, you know. So, oh, it'll be online. And, yeah. you know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we see uh, positive change in the border select. Uh, I'm hoping that we see um, them step up and do their job and listen to the people. Uh, and um, so we can, you know, stop this shenanigans and, and get to business and, and get things done that need to get done. I think I we have some great people waiting in the wings for that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Not me, though. Not, not me. 
<laughs> Rita, Rita can do it. <laughs> not me, not me, but send me another one of these and I might change my mind. <laughs> I want to send, send, send one. I want to send one just yeah. so Rita will run. These things motivate me. We just we couldn't be that weird though. So we can come out like they. Yeah, for those who are asking, John's at hockey, so he couldn't come play with us tonight. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Well, good. That's his excuse. Fun. He's not. Yeah. No, I actually, is, he might actually be at hockey. I don't know. Is he? I don't know. What do you I think thought that was just an excuse. No, I think it's an he excuse. really is at hockey. I, I think he, yeah, I think it's an excuse. He don't want to talk about this stuff, I think. What do you think? <laughs> I think Angela's right. John would love to talk about it. <laughs> He's gonna come on the show again, though. I know he is. As long as he gonna bring the mannequins. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh, oh! I know what we're gonna. Bring. I want to have him, him and George to discuss uh, Columbus Day on my show. Uh, oh <laughs> my God! That was so funny. The sweet potato, man. Yeah. John and I actually like where Helena Helena Rafferty has failed, like Canton Confidential has succeeded because John and I actually turned off commenting on that like Columbus Day slash Indigenous People Day post. Like it just got to be too much. So we turned off commenting for that and we never do. And he did even like them? did you keep them though? Like the ones that were there? Did you keep they were funny? The ones that were there. Yes, we, we we kept some of them, but it's also funny when you look in the activity log and then you and then you see like you know geo deleted comment like John restored comment. <laughs> oh my god! Comment, and I'm really? just like they going ah. back. Are they really mad at each other? I, I, no, I no. Have a real, not, no, 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 no. Both John and George are really great people. Yeah. There's so much. There's yeah. so much alike, but yet so different. They, like, exactly. They're, they're like, <laughs> yeah, their entire family is like I, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> they really did not speak for a year. It's a they large do. family. It's really a, like, I have my family's like that too. It's like everybody's sort of alike, but yet unique. <laughs> they are unique. They're very unique. Yeah. They're good awesome. people. They're good for the town. They represent the town. Yes, they do. And thank God for that yes. Facebook group. I love it. Canton Confidential. Yeah. Love it. I love it too. I, again, I want to thank you all for being here tonight. Um, thank you, Mike. Thank you for coming on thank and spending you. your night with us and and sharing. And good luck tomorrow at the Canton Select Board for those of you who will be there. I got to craft my sign. I can't wait to see the signs. That's going to be the best part. I'm going to get busy. <laughs> I have an idea for a sign, but I don't know where I'm going to get it done. Yeah, me yeah. too. That's what it is. Too. I think we have the same idea. Yeah. I think I think we came up with the same idea separately. Yeah, probably. Sure. Does yours include a picture? Yes. Yes. <laughs> what did you, you? Yeah. What do you? What do you? What do you think? Like, give us a hint. Give us no, more of a hint. No, no, I can't give you a hint. No? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. I'm still brainstorming it. So, and I. All right. And I can't wait to see the signs tomorrow. It's gonna to be fun. Oh. <laughs> I think there's gonna be more signs. 
Yeah, I just gotta get busy. I gotta find the time, like Angela. But tomorrow, but yeah, I'm 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 unemployed apparently. Yeah, yeah. Maybe <laughs> oh, Angela, maybe I can connect with you tomorrow. You can make me a side. And I'm looking at donate. We got some donations that came in tonight too, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, thank you for helping raise money for Karen Reed tonight. Oh, awesome. So I want to thank you all for being here. I'm going to let you all go back to your life and I'm going to count up donations with the audience here. And uh, thank you so much for being here. Mike, thank you. Again. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you all. You. Have a good one. You Bye -bye. too. Good night, everyone. Good night. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. And with the Young Jerks, I want to thank everyone. If you want to continue to give tonight, you can, even for the next 24 hours. Um, no, actually, until let's say until 9 a.m. tomorrow, which is, yeah, basically not 24 hours, it's 12 hours, almost 12 hours. Um, um, Mike Fitzpatrick gave five dollars. Thank you, Mike. Brittany Payne gave 10. Dawn, actually, are there any messages here? No, no message on that one. Uh, Mike says he's making this is making it me a jerk. So he's he's saying he's making me a jerk. That was his message. Uh, Brittany says free Karen Reed. Uh, I want to thank you, Brittany. Thank you, Mike. Uh, what else we have? We have more. I want to thank Dawn. Dawn uh, also wanted to say for Karen Reed, uh, twenty dollars. Thank you, Dawn. Dawn B. And Justin. Gave us $50. Thank you so much, Justin. Justin Green. He says, thanks for helping raise money for Karen Reed. Thank you, Justin. Thank you for listening, and thank you for the donation. And uh, got another one here. Hold on one second. Um, actually, it's $20. She, she put it as a server, so they took a fee out of it. 1952 uh, is the total. I'm just going to call it 20. It's easier. I don't want to worry about that. Melissa says, for your excellent coverage of Free Karen Reed, she gave $20 as well. And so that's the Venmo donations. I'm also going to check the Cash App, see if any other money came in tonight. Uh, no money on the Cash App. It's funny how some nights it's just all Cash App and then some nights it's just Venmo. All Venmo money tonight. Uh, let's see how much we got. We got 20, 70, 90, 100, $105. Wow. So what's that? That's uh, 52.50. Another 52.50 to Karen Reed plus the 22.50. What is that total that we're going to owe Karen Reed's fund? Uh, five. I think it's $75 total. So that's awesome. We're going to be uh, contributing some more money to the free Karen Reed fund. I thank you so much. Hopefully more will come in overnight. I, I know a lot of people will listen to the show after it's over later. I also wanted to uh, just take a quick look at this because I know we were talking about it earlier. Um, let me see if I can enlarge that a little bit. This is from Kathleen Howley. Just want to read what she wrote. We talked about this letter tonight earlier. 
people wanted to know more details. I think that her post on Canton Confidential was really well done. And I just want to read what she wrote to kind of close the show tonight. Kathleen Howley wrote, do you remember Agatha Christie's The Moving Finger? Canton is like Limestock, uh, the English village where it takes place. Since residents began speaking out against the longstanding corruption in Canton, someone has been sending anonymous letters in Facebook posts threatening to smear them. The sender asks how recipients' uh, drinking problem is going or claims to know something that happened at a bachelor party two decades ago and asks whether the person wants all that shameful information coming out. Or the sender brings up a supposed affair whether true or made up or suggest that information about an abortion someone's daughter may or may not have had in high school many years ago will come out. The message is, do you really want your neighbors to hear about that? You have a decision to make quotation marks said one letter sent through the U S mail. Can't wait to hear what could be more important than your own family's quotation marks around that. These are threats and intimidation. They are, they are threats of violence. They threaten to destroy someone's standing in the community. The quid pro quo is stop speaking out and your neighbors won't hear you were arrested for robbing a bank or whatever the sender decides to make up. Agree to remain quiet and the sender won't make up lies that will embarrass your ch children in school. Agatha Christie fans may recall that one recipient of a so-called poison pen letter in the moving finger committed suicide, even though the accusation that she had an affair wasn't true. She couldn't stand the shame. It would bring on herself and her family to have false rumors spread about her. I worry about vulnerable residents in Canton and the impact on them. Although for most of the people I know who have gotten these evil messages, it only strengthens their resolve to speak out against corruption. This may have been going on for years to silence the people of Canton. I wonder if it's a generational thing. Did the poison pen writer learn it from someone else who wanted one family to have power over everyone else? The corruption in Canton now has gone too far. We've seen the tragedy that has come from it. The moms of Canton who spoke at the select board meetings asking for accountability and transparency are intent on preventing the next tragedy. I suggest that the sender or senders talk to the lawyers. I'm assuming they are homeowners in Canton, so they have assets they may want to protect. For a citizen to stand up at a select board meeting and say, True things about elected people certainly is not actionable. Smearing private people certainly is. If you are friends with the poison pen senders, maybe try an intervention before someone loses a house and suggest they get smarter about tech before they try to use intermediaries. I feel like I should say that because these people keep showing up and showing how dumb they really are. So that's what's going on.
That's what we were talking about tonight. If you're sending someone letters like that, you really need some help. You really do. And I think most of the audience knows who it is, obviously. I, I didn't know until tonight. I think uh, I figured it out from the guests. They didn't even say who they thought it was, but I think it's fairly obvious. And it seems like it's uh, the obvious sus suspect is not a Canton resident, but they're working with Canton residents, and the Canton residents are feeding them information, and, and uh, it's pretty obvious maybe that one of the people might be a select board member. So this is what's going on in Canton. Tomorrow, we'll be watching. We'll be broadcasting live the select board meeting. We're going to continue to cover this. If you want to contribute, again, we've got uh, the Cash App, Mike Crawford 1, or Venmo, Mike Crawford TYJ. A lot of people still listening tonight, watching. I want to thank you all. Please make sure you subscribe to us, uh, wherever you're watching, YouTube especially. Uh, also, Facebook. I know a lot of people have been watching us on Facebook as well. Make sure you're, you're hitting the bell. You're getting us for all the notifications. Same on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at The Young Jerks. And also, we're on Spotify. We're on Rumble now. Make sure you're subscribing to all those platforms that you're on. iTunes, Spotify. And you can also review us, please, if you're on iTunes. And you and you listen to us there. Give us a review on iTunes. Same thing on Spotify. We're on those are our two big, huge podcasting platforms. We get a lot of listener listeners there now. Let me take some water. We got a lot of listeners on Spotify and iTunes. Please leave us a review. Review it. Give it five stars. Thank you for all the comments too. I know a lot of you listening tonight. I don't know when our next show is. This question that just came up. Um, I don't know. I'm, I For a while, I felt like I was on a roll doing like two to three shows, but it's a little much for me. I'm not quite, I don't have the, the stamina. I'm a few years older than a turtle boy. I don't think I can do the uh, full-time job in two to, two to three shows a week. So maybe, I don't know, maybe next Sunday, next Monday. We'll see. Unless something else happens, but definitely we're going to be broadcasting live tomorrow night. Anyways, the select board meeting. We'll see what happens. Again, I want to thank everyone for supporting us. We're the Young Jerks. Please subscribe, like us, share what we're doing, and we'll see you around real soon. Mike Crawford checking out. Thank you so much. Have a great night, everyone.